Welcome to episode seven of Healthiest with Nutrition Mish, where we are destroying weight loss and nutrition roadblocks so that you can live your healthiest life. So today we are tackling the redheaded stepchild of the nutrition world, carbohydrates. Now to me, carbs are kind of like that guy in high school that you weren't quite allowed to date, you know, like the tatted motorcycle guy. He was misunderstood, intriguing, and off limits. So super desirable. That's what carbs kind of are. So how did this kind of low carb craze come about? Does it actually work? And I'm gonna give you my biggest, bestest, most favorite secret, which is how to actually eat carbs and not gain weight. So trust me, you're gonna wanna stick around for this. But before I dive into today's episode, if you can, subscribe to our podcast so that you get an update every time I post an awesome little trick like this. And if this is helpful to you, if you are loving our content, please give us a review, give us some five star ratings there so we can keep making content like this so that you can live your best and healthiest life. Okay, so let's dive in here. Now, let's start with what a carb actually is because not everyone knows this. So most people know that carbohydrates are, you know, um, cereals and breads and rice and pasta and like the bready kind of things, the obvious things, right? Um, and most people will also know that carbs are like cake cookies and candy, like those types of things as well. However, did you know, I'm sure a lot of you do, but it always surprises me. A lot of people don't know this. Fruits and vegetables technically are carbohydrates, which is kind of crazy because you, the message that we kind of keep getting over and over again is carbs are bad, carbs are bad, carbs are bad. Well, fruits and vegetables aren't bad, so it doesn't quite make sense. But we have a wide variety of things that cover the realm of carbohydrates from spinach all the way up to like cake. So we're talking about a lot of different things. So carbs can't all be bad, but there is something that all carbs have in common that can make you gain weight. And here's what it is. Carbs get processed very quickly in the body. And I could prove this to you because just for argument's sake, not that I would do this, but just because I know the math off the top of my head. If for whatever reason, I told you to eat five egg whites, right? Now five egg whites is, you know, roughly like, you know, 80 to 100 give or take calories of protein. Um, and that would hold you for a little while. But if I told you to have half a slice of bread, you'd be like, this girl's crazy, I'm starving, <laughs> even though they're the same amount of calories. So a half a slice of bread and five egg whites are pretty much the same calories. However, one's gonna hold you a lot longer than the other one. So you can see how fast carbs kind of go through your system. Because look, if you really wanted to, if we all really, really wanted to, we could polish off a bag of potato chips. We could, right? Like a, like one of the bigger bags, right? But you could not eat a 20 egg omelet. Like the guy on Man vs. Food couldn't do it, if you guys remember that show. So carbohydrates go through your body a little bit too quickly, sometimes for your body to process. So here's the deal. Pretend you have like a waiting room, right? In a doctor's office, let's say. And the waiting room can hold, you know, 20 people. And 30 people kind of walk in. So the first 20 can fit in there just fine. But that other 10 that didn't fit in there, they're waiting outside the room. There's no space for them. So the problem is in your body, you have a very tiny storage space. You have a very small waiting room. So let's just say for argument's sake, in that moment in time, let's say your body can hold 50 grams of carbs. We have room for 50 grams of carbs in our waiting room, right? And you eat 100 grams of carbs. So that first 50 is gonna fit in there just fine. But then that second 50, there's no room for them. So what happens is your body's like, well, 
there's no room for these carbs, but we have a much bigger waiting room over here for fat. So let's turn these carbohydrates into fat over here, and then they could hang out in that waiting room, AKA your midsection or thighs or butt. <laughs> so that's the problem with carbohydrates is if you eat too many at one time and there's no more room in the tiny little waiting room that your body has to store them, it's very likely to be converted to fat because you have a much bigger waiting room for fat, if that makes sense. So that's why carbs can make you gain weight. So if you eat too many carbs at one time, it's very likely that whatever your body couldn't process will be converted to fat, your blood sugar is gonna drop, you're gonna be hungry again, not because you burned everything off, but because the carbs got stored. So do you guys follow me so far? That's the problem with carbohydrates. So the better types of carbohydrates, like fruits and vegetables and like whole grains, what makes them a little bit better is they have fiber on them, and we're gonna get to fiber and whole grains and all that kind of stuff in a second. But what ends up happening is fiber, spark note version of fiber, we can't technically digest it, so it takes a little bit of time to break down. So that's why foods that have fiber in them or the better quality carbohydrates, they get processed a little bit slower because it takes a long time for your body to kind of start to break down fiber. It can't really even technically break down fiber. So it slows down how quickly those carbs enter your bloodstream. So that's why if you have a piece of fruit, for example, it's not as crazy as having fruit juice where the carbohydrate was taken away because that fruit juice is going to go through your body and, and, and run into that waiting room in two seconds. But the, the skin or the um, where the fiber is in your fruits and vegetables, um, that's going to take a little bit longer to break down. So you're not going to overwhelm the, the waiting room, so to speak. So that's how you can, that's why the, the better, one of the reasons I should say why, you know, the better quality carbs get processed slightly differently than the very simple carbohydrates, which would be kind of like, you know, your, your white bread, your cake, your cookies, your candy, stuff like that. Now, here's my big trick, right? So could you eat maybe the not so great carbs or could you even make the healthier carbs get processed even slower? Yes, you can. And the way that you do that is Every time you have a carbohydrate, kids, from now on, the carbohydrate cannot be by itself. The carbohydrate needs a chaperone, right? So every time you have a carb, it's gotta have a friend with it. It's gotta have a healthy protein friend with it, or it's gotta have a healthy fat friend with it, and then everything kind of slows down. Because even though those carbs are ready to get broken down, they gotta wait for their friends now first. So to translate this into real life, let's say you're like, I'm gonna have a bowl of oatmeal, and I'm gonna have it with banana. Well, oatmeal, is a carb. Bananas are also a carb. Now, if it's good quality oatmeal, uh, it will still have you know some fiber in it, so it's not going to overwhelm your body quite as quickly as if it didn't, but it's still going to be pretty damn fast. So here's a little trick. In your oatmeal, throw some peanut butter, throw some nuts, throw some protein powder. I like to actually melt our Nutrishmish um, chocolate protein powder into oatmeal. It's really delicious, <laughs> but when I combine the carb with the fat or with the protein now, even though the carbs kind of ready to get broken down, it's gotta wait for its friends. So it slows down how quickly it can enter its little waiting room area. So the waiting room now has time to empty and refill and empty and refill. So I hope this is making sense to you guys. So if you wanna know how to lose weight without giving up carbohydrates, that's an easy way to do it. So your carbs always need friends with them. Game changer, right? All right, let's even take it a step further. So what's the deal with carbs anyway? I remember Panera, right? They were one of the first uh, restaurants to post their calories on their menu board. And I remember getting a lot of angry phone calls that week because they posted their, I think their white bread is being like 
10 calories less than or like at least the same amount of calories as their whole grain bread. So everyone was like, well, if it's the same amount of calories, why do I need to eat it? Why is it better? And it's not a calorie thing. It's a nutrition thing. So it's the same concept as if somebody brought me a protein bar and a Snickers bar and said, these are the same amount of calories. Why can't I have the Snickers bar? Because one has nutritional value and one doesn't, right? So with whole grain bread and white bread, just for example, one has nutritional value and one doesn't. So what do I mean by this? Here's the deal. What they do is all seeds or all grains kind of start off as a whole grain. And then what ends up happening is there's the inside part of the grain, which is called the germ. I'm sure you've heard of wheat germ before, right? And the germ has all the good stuff. It's got the fiber, the vitamins, the minerals, all the stuff that you really want. Now to make white bread, just for example, what they do is they kick out the germ. So you're left with this empty shell that's so nutritionally poor that by law, they have to take some of the stuff they took out and then put it back in which is silly, but that's what the word enriched means. Enriched doesn't mean good. It means it was so bad that by law, they actually had to make it better. So whenever you see enriched flour in your ingredients, it doesn't mean that it was, it's good. It sounds like it does, but what it actually means is it was so void of nutrition and they stripped so much of the nutrition away that they actually had to legally go in and add some of those things back in. Weird process, silly, but that's what they do. So whole grain and whole wheat and all that kind of stuff is better, not because um, of a calorie thing, but just because it has more nutrients in it, it has the fiber in it, it's going to get broken down a little slower. That's why you want to make sure that you have that stuff, not because of calories. Does that make sense? Now, multigrain is sneaky. Multigrain isn't necessarily telling you about the quality of the grain. They're just saying there's multiple grains in there. It could be multiple processed grains. So quite often, if you have like multigrain English muffins or multigrain bread, if you look at it, the word whole might not be anywhere to be found on the ingredient list. It's just a lot of different kinds of shitty grains. Now, sometimes people ask me, what's better, whole grain or whole wheat? So whole wheat is a specific type of grain under the umbrella of grains. So whole grain is just kind of a general term and whole wheat is a specific grain under that big umbrella. So whole grain can be whole wheat, it could also be whole oat, whole barley, whole whatever, um, versus whole wheat's a specific type of grain under that umbrella. And if you're gluten-free or anything like that, obviously you wouldn't need to worry about wheat, um, but you still wanna make sure you're getting, you know, if you are having other types of grains like rice, for example, you'd wanna make sure it's brown rice, which is the equivalent of that. So I hope this is making sense. So just to recap real quick, so far, Carbs need friends with them. If your carb has a friend, you're very likely to avoid weight gain from eating carbohydrates. Number two, quality counts and not because of calories, quality counts because of nutrition. The third thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to carbohydrates is how can people lose weight when they take carbs out? So back in the day, this guy named Atkins was like, all right, we've been on the slow fat craze for a minute, which I'm gonna do a whole episode about that because that's actually based on a whole scam. So the low-fat craze is actually based on a whole big scandal. And it just came out in 2016, which is pretty crazy considering it happened like 50 years ago. But that'll be for another episode. We're sticking with carbs today. So we had this low-fat craze, scam or not scam, we had it. And our carb and sugar consumption went through the roof during that time because we were just focused on low-fat, low-fat, low-fat. So... Dr. Atkins came along and he's like, you know what? If you take carbs out of your diet, you actually lose weight too. And that means you can eat all this high fat food. You can eat bacon and lose weight. You can have cheese and lose weight. You can clog your arteries and lose weight. Who cares as long as you're losing weight, right? No, crazy. But here's what ends up happening. So, so we have this kind of like low carb craze and I'm gonna explain what happens when you're on a low carb diet and why you lose weight. 
Um, but then people were kind of like, yeah, you know what? Like, I get it and it works and that's great, but there's gotta be something wrong with eating this much bacon. So then South Beach came along and South Beach tried, was kind of like the new Atkins, right? And South Beach tried to make it a little bit healthier. They tried to add a few more carbohydrates than Atkins. Atkins was a little bit stricter. And then that died out. And then keto came around and keto is pretty much the same thing, except they kind of focus on quality. Um, so, you know, they would say they wouldn't really recommend you eat bacon and, you know, things that'll clog your arteries. They'll say more avocado and healthy fats and things like that. And then there's something called dirty keto, which is essentially the exact same thing as Atkins. So, you know, just as history repeats itself and fashion, you know, what goes around comes around. Nutrition also does this little cyclical thing. Now, here's the deal with carbohydrates and why when you eliminate them, all of a sudden you lose weight. Here's what happens. When you eliminate carbs from your body you have two other choices of energy. You have protein and you have fat. Now, unfortunately, those two things are too big to get to your brain. So if you didn't have kind of this weird fourth option, you would go brain dead. So good news, your body doesn't let you do that. So your body produces this kind of fourth option to run on for energy in the absence of carbohydrates called a ketone. And that's where keto comes in. That's I'm sure you've heard of ketosis before if you've ever tried a low-carb diet. So what happens essentially when you're in ketosis is your body doesn't have any carbs to run on, so it starts to produce ketones. Now, that initial weight that you lose when you go on a low-carb diet is pretty much all water weight because if you think about the word carbohydrate, the word hydrate is in there. Carbs have a lot of water in them. So if you eliminate carbs from your diet, you're going to notice a big drop in weight, but it's really a big drop in water weight, not body fat weight. And that's one of those reasons why you don't want to become obsessed with the scale because it's not always showing you the whole true story of the kind of weight you're actually losing. But after you've you know been on, a, on a, this low-carb diet for about three days, you go into something called ketosis, and your body doesn't love running on ketones, so it kind of breaks down fat cells after the water weight goes away um, to you know to try to like you know speed the ketones out of your body. The problem though is the second that you start eating a carb again, you take your body out of ketosis and now your body stops running on ketones, starts running on carbs again. And a lot of times what ends up happening is then you end up with this kind of like high fat, high carb diet, which is a little crazy. So if you're gonna do a low carb diet, it's gotta be really, really strict. And that's why if you look at low carb diets at like the one month mark for weight loss, it's one of the most effective. But when you look past that, it's actually one of the least effective long-term because people end up gaining all the way back plus some, which goes back to one of my main nutritionish kind of points of philosophy here, which is if you're going to lose weight, you have to do it in a way that's maintainable. Otherwise you're gonna gain it back. But that being said, when you do cut carbs out, it's a very quick way of losing weight. So if you have to lose weight, you know, for like, let's say you're getting married in like two weeks <laughs> and you finish your dress, or let's say you have a photo shoot or like, you know, you're going on vacation or something and you want to do low carb diet for a short period of time just to kind of knock some extra weight off you, knock yourself out. It's like a tool. It works great for that. Um, but just kind of be aware that it probably will come back. But, you know, for day of, you'll look the way you want to look and you can probably knock off, you know, five to 10 pounds in a pretty short period of time, but it will come back. But you do have to be very, very strict on it because remember, once you're kind of like putting your body out of ketosis, your body will stop running on ketones, start running on carbs again. And if you're still trying to do a semi-low-carb diet, it ends up being a high-fat, high-carb diet, which is a recipe for extreme weight gain. <laughs> so that's kind of how low-carb diets work. I feel like you guys are like carb experts now. So you know what carbs are. They're fruits, they're vegetables, they're whole grains. They're also cake cookies and candy. You also have my one of my favorite secrets, which is how to actually eat carbs and not gain weight, which is make sure that you're combining them with proteins and fats. Now, 
If you're not quite sure as to how much, I'd recommend you take advantage of a complimentary session at Nutritionish because this varies for everybody. In general, if you do a serving of one, you can kind of do a serving of another, but we have a formula that works really well for it. So in the show notes, I'm gonna put a link, and if you click on that link, you can fill out an application, and we're gonna give a few people a free session with us um, who apply. So check that out, and we're gonna choose a few winners for next week in the show notes. And if you do that, we'll really be able to kind of nail down exactly how much of each for you as an individual. So you know how to eat carbs and not gain weight. You understand why some carbs are healthy for, healthier for you than others. And it's not just a calorie thing, it's a nutrition thing. And you understand low-carb diets, when it's appropriate to use them, when it's not, and how it works. So you're really smart now. You like know everything about carbs. You, you could like go on Jeopardy right now and, and win a ton of money. <laughs> So I hope you guys found that helpful. Again, if you haven't yet done so, please subscribe. If you find this information helpful, give us a five-star rating. In the show notes, I'm going to put a little application you could fill out. And if we choose you, you will get a free session with us. And in that session, you're going to get so much information about you and how to eliminate all of your weight loss roadblocks and find your perfect eating style. But we're also going to be able to tell you your your good uh, ideal protein carb fat ratio for you because it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. So check that out. I'm going to post that in the show notes. All right. I hope you guys found that helpful. Follow me on Instagram for more cute little tips like this. And then I will check you guys out next week where we're going to tackle a whole new nutrition topic. All right. Have an awesome week, guys. Stay healthy. Bye.